Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the unconscious patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. There are many ways that people can influence others from language patterns, emotional tone and resonance, understanding of human psychology, but there are two ways that influence can be exerted very powerfully over others that aren't talked about very often. If you're not mindful of these two things, you can easily give away your power to those wielding them without even realizing it, diminishing your own power and corroding your own sense of who you are. Today we're discussing staying true to you, not falling prey to power dynamics, so you can avoid being caught up in power dynamics that you might not even be aware of. And after the discussion, we get to the most important part of this episode. The group frequency calibration at the end is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GFC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. Let's dive in. So power dynamics are everywhere, yeah. whether it's the media or relationships or mm -hmm. past things, whatever, everywhere in our world. Mm -hmm. So what specifically are you talking about here with power dynamics? Yeah. yeah. So I'm talking about influence, and you're right. There's so much that oh. tries to influence us, yeah. right? Whether it's to consume, whether it's because someone has an agenda, whether it's like a political agenda, you know, it doesn't, doesn't really matter. Uh, people are trying to influence us at all times. What I'm talking about today is something that most people don't know about, or one thing they probably have heard of, and then one they probably haven't. And um, it is out there more than you would think, and it's really to bring light to them. So the two things that I'm talking about in terms of how people are influenced or can be influenced is enchantment and passion. Okay, and you think, whoa, what, mm -hmm. right? I mean, you're like, are those even related? How are they different, et cetera? Mm -hmm. Okay, so what do I even mean by enchantment? Okay, so enchantment's a thing. It's not like just like the fairy tale, okay? It's actually, uh, to me, when I think of enchantment, it's actually, a power that is a derivative of the witch frequency, okay? Mm -hmm. Or the wizard frequency, whatever you want to call it. Either, both have them. Um, and the witch frequency, just to be really clear, and the wizard frequency is neutral, meaning it can be wielded for both dark and light. And it simply has to do with manipulation or control over the physical to create a certain outcome. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's how, that's a very reduced, reductionist view of how they work. But from my perspective, that's what's happening. Enchantment is part of that, it's a subset of that, okay? And what I mean by that is that it is uh, very specific, it's very human, it's very earthbound, and it is about influencing people and getting them to enroll or sometimes do things or feel things they wouldn't normally on their own. And they're sort of blind to the fact that they wouldn't normally choose it. Mm -hmm. So for example, right, I've seen this with gurus. I've seen this with um, huge motivational speakers. I've seen it with um, people who have like a lot of influence over, you know, their peer groups. They'll literally 
convinced people that they're going to, um, there's this one woman I'm thinking of actually in particular right now, and she literally would be like, okay, today we're gonna go try this new whatever thing it was, fill in the blank, you know, mm -hmm. jump out of a plane, go on this art walk. I mean, it wasn't all totally crazy, yeah. but people who wouldn't necessarily want to do those things would get caught up in her, whatever it was that she was creating, and they'd kind of go along with her, mm. even though they might not necessarily want to go on a bike rally, or do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Or go scuba dive in this place. Like or, without their influence, they wouldn't, no, without that woman's influence, they wouldn't normally do exactly. that. That's your point. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Or try this new diet or sure. you know, listen to this whatever. But it's interesting because you're like, well, isn't that what influence is? Enchantment has a special extra piece to it, which has to do with, because it's a subset of the witch frequency, it has to do with control. Okay, and it can be wielded by both females and males, and it can be wielded for both dark and light, meaning that you can, I've seen people use this for good, meaning they know, right, they know they can get people to do things. They just know they have this ability. And so they use it for good, right? They're like, okay, people, let's go support saving something or, you know, making the world better in this way or whatever it is, sure. okay? And there are other people who use it to sell stuff, mm. all right? Or to get you to buy into a certain agenda or, you know, whatever it is. It can be kind of yucky. Mm. So um, the reason I'm talking about it is because most people aren't even aware that enchantment is a thing. Mm -hmm. And they're so blind. And it's funny, when people are in enchantment, they stop thinking. They literally, it's like they they don't see the person's humanness or their flaws or their whatever. They only see this, you know what I mean? Like the wrapping of like the enchantment. Like they're on this pedestal. Yeah. yeah. It's like you've wrapped everything in this like golden bow and you don't see anything other than like awesomeness, right? Yeah. You're like, oh, I want to be part of that, right? right? So it gets kind of strange. Do you mm -hmm. see? That's, why, that's where the manipulation comes in. Yeah. Because the person's blind in that case. Yeah. And it's weird, you know, enchantment can... If you're enchanted by a person and you have multiple lifetimes with them, it's weird. Like you can see it in multiple lifetimes. And like mm -hmm. I have to release it from wow. distortion, from a frequency perspective through their distortion patterns through lifetimes. Yeah, it's a thing. Like wow, enchantment's a thing. Yeah. And so you're comparing that to passion. Yeah. So passion is actually an amplifier. Okay, so a lot of people, when they think of passion, they think of it positively, you know, like passion between lovers or passion for a cause or something good. But also passion can be something which is evoked around something negative, right? So if you think about very racist groups, for example, and they want to go beat some people up because they're of a certain ethnic group or whatever it is, passions can be stirred mm -hmm. or really amplified you know, positively or negatively, right? Mm -hmm. So it's an amplifier. So the thing is about passion is that you typically have to be in the field of it, okay? So let's just imagine that whether it's positive or negative, right? You get stirred up by the person's like conviction, their excitement, their fervor, okay, mm -hmm. their passion. So what happens is their resonance rises or gets bigger, okay? So their resonance amplifies. And you, because you're in their field, feel that same thing in you. So your resonance rises too, which you know catches, right? So that's how passion can spread in a group. And now the mastermind is like in this amplified state. Now, if you were to disperse physically, right? Now you've, you were having this moment and now all of a sudden you had to leave because you had an engagement, right? And so you left from that group. The passion that you would feel would diminish because you're not in that field mm. in the same way. And you would not necessarily be blind to what was happening. 
Does that make sense? You, you would actually like see the enchantment. It. Like the enchantment. Yeah, yeah, you would actually see better. You'd be like, oh, wait a minute. Is this really for me? Like, do I really want to, you know, ostracize these people or save the whales or whatever it is, right? Yes. The, right? Because passion can be for anything. Yeah. So, but you have more, because you're not in that same field, you have distance from it and can do have like Almost a like think for yourself. So, exactly. Versus the enchantment can also be good or bad as passion can be good or bad. Mm -hmm. But you're you're almost in a trance. Trance. That's what I was saying. Yes. Yeah. You're in a trance, and it's really kind of remarkable. And with enchantment, there's an element of seduction there. You know, it's kind of interesting. And please know, this is not just like a female thing. A lot of people will think that you know enchantment is only feminine. No, not at all. Mm -hmm. You know, there uh, there are definitely men who can enchant. Right? Mm -hmm. There is enchantment in the masculine for sure. So I'm just mentioning this at all. I mean, why am I talking about yeah. any of these things? Because in order for these things to work, to influence you, you have to uh, basically not be holding your space and you have to give your power away, okay? In order for it, it to work. So if you're able to maintain your own space and to check whatever is happening around you, meaning, so let's just imagine you're trying to convince me of something, mm -hmm. right? And you're wielding your seductive am powers. Am I enchanting or am I passioning? You? Yeah, you're passioning. enchanting me. Okay. okay. And you can kind of feel it because it's almost like, you know, you'll see when it's interesting to watch body language because I've seen it where literally it's a person talking to thousands of people and everyone's body leans forward. Wow. It's fascinating to watch. They don't even know they're doing it. I'm just like, holy moly everyone's like just entranced and they're like like their heart like they're moving towards them wow. however if in that moment okay you're one of those thousands of people in that audience you're like okay i'm gonna hold my space here and i'm going to and we've if you don't know what holding your space is i recommend i think it's episode 121 steady as she goes holding your space you may want to watch that tina i talked about that quite a bit mm -hmm. so um it's to hold your space so that you can maintain your own frequency resonance, clear of whatever they're doing. So you can assess, is this what this person's saying for me applicable to me? Can I learn from this right now? Is it something that resonates with me? Mm -hmm. Is it something I want to action on? But it's clear, right? You're not, they're not like pushing into your field. Right. They're not pushing into the sphere and of the controlling your thought patterns. Exactly. Yeah. They're not inside the sphere of your spirit body. And that's how magic works. It interweaves and comes through, mm -hmm. right? It like percolates through the spirit body. Mm -hmm. So same with passion, right? You get into someone's field. They're all passionate. They're, they're, their frequency resonance is amped up. Yours is amping up. And you're like, wait a minute. Hang on. Where is my space here? Like, where's my sphere of my spirit body? You know, and there's nothing wrong with passion, okay? So passion can be really great. But just to hold your space and be like, where, just check yourself. Where mm -hmm. am I right now? Mm -hmm. You know, like what's, what's true for me right now? Right. As opposed to just getting swept away. Right. Yeah. I mean, I can only think of examples of myself because yeah. I'm me yeah. sitting here. And I, I would do that a lot, the passion one. Yeah. Like maybe I'd be around a lot of people who um, were kind of boring. Yeah. Let's just say. And yeah. I'm like trying to hype up the scene. You yeah. know? This is more in my younger years. But yeah. I would be passionate about usually some kind of holiday gathering. <laughs> Which there's nothing wrong with that, right? Yeah. Here's some boring people who have no fun in their lives. And I'm like, let's all get together and have a pumpkin party, you know, or whatever it is. <laughs> and then I've seen that like, wow, these people who typically like wouldn't be doing anything are mm -hmm. now excited about something. Yeah. And then that made me feel good. Yeah 
to make someone else feel good. So yeah. that would be an example probably of a positive. Yeah, one. positive use of passion. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Because what you're doing is you're raising the resonance of the group. Okay. Yeah. Because you're deliberately amplifying your own resonance so that they it like basically cascades and and impacts them. Yeah. Right. So that's awesome. The thing about passion is it's not the same kind of control necessarily. Right. As enchantment. Yeah. Enchantment is different. So if you ask somebody who has the ability to enchant, if they do it, they would not say that I am somebody who wields the power of enchantment. Okay. It's not like they go around saying this, you know. Yeah. But if you say to them, have you noticed that you can get a lot of people to do stuff even if they don't really want to? And they'll be like, yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll know. They'll know. They'll know. Yeah. And they've probably been able to do it since they were a little kid. Ah. It's kind of interesting. And probably getting better and better, better at and be- it. Yep. 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 It's just a power. It's okay. just like a magic thing that they have, an ability. Okay. That, um, that is, like I said, a very specific thing. It can, enchantment can get dark because it does, as you say, have... It feeds the ego a little bit. Yeah. Because you can now get people to do what it is that you want and you're wielding it more and more and it can be more and more people. And it's weird because people can like really kind of get off on that. Right? They get a kind of an ego bump from that because yeah. it is being power being wielded over someone else. Yeah. And um, like I said, it can always be wielded for dark or for light. And you have to be really mindful of the ego. Yeah. Right? Because you can get in there if you're the person doing the enchanting. If you're the person on the receiving end of the enchantment, my recommendation is to just, you know, hold your space and not give your power away. It's very easy for us to do. Do it all the time. Yeah, probably because we practice that more than holding our space. space. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Practice giving it away. Yeah. I'm thinking of, uh, I'm not going to name names, someone um, in the public eye yeah. who um, who is an enchanter. Yeah. <laughs> a male yeah. enchanter. Yeah. A male enchanter. And, um, you know, they used to be, they used to be more positive. And mm-hmm. I think what happened is over time, their ego got fed because mm-hmm. they're a human too. Yep. They were intending to do positive. And then, you know, your ego gets so big because, wow, everyone listens to me. And now they're like, you know, trying to like sexually assault people. Yes. It's like, geez. Yeah. Darn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. thank you for this podcast because yeah. it's good to be aware of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And really what I'm encouraging everyone to do is it's not like you all of a sudden have to be like defended and like skeptical and then anybody who's passionate needs to be regarded with scrutiny and like distanced from, okay? I'm not suggesting that because passion can be a wonderful thing. It can, it's a very expansive emotion that can light aspiration in people. Mm -hmm. So passion can be wonderful. What I'm suggesting is that you do not just give your power away to someone because they seem to be influencing you positively. For a moment, scan. Does this resonate with me? That's it. Just to be aware of your own space, your own resonance, and to not just give your power away without thinking, right? So please know that I'm not suggesting at all that you don't, you know, involve yourself in passion projects or whatever it is that you love to do. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying watch yourselves so that you don't sort of get sucked into something because you're not paying attention. I think a big thing too is just like if everyone around you is, mm-hmm. you might even unconsciously also just because of we're yeah. we're social people and we yes. do we follow the group. Yeah. It's just kind of I feel like yeah. hardwired in us. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because we're following the momentum of that mastermind. Right. So to check yourself, where is my resonance? Where's my spirit body? Yeah. Does this feel congruent to me? And you know it's funny because we often don't want to rock the boat, right? So it's a group of people. They've all decided everyone's to do, into everyone's it. Everyone's into it. Everyone's going off to do the thing. And part of you is like, 
this doesn't feel right to me. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't feel right. I don't know what the heck this is, but it, it just, everything else has been cool. But this thing, you know, we're so oddly, especially females, are very conditioned to being polite and not rocking the boat and needing to be nice. Yeah. Okay. It does not matter ultimately, like, because if you get swept along into something that you don't want to do and that you regret later, you're going to beat yourself up about that forever. Okay. Yeah. It's best to check yourself and make you some excuse, even if it's lame. You have to pee, your stomach hurts, whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Or you can say, you know, I just don't want to do this. I'm yeah. sorry. This is not my thing. Yeah. I'll meet you guys later or whatever. Yeah. Okay. But if you're not congruent with it, to recognize that's really important and then to stand your ground and not engage in that. Why? Because it enforces your own sense of your own internal stability, your own strength, your own authority. Okay. So you're holding firm against other people's distortions that are trying to get you to do something or other people's frequencies, I'm sorry, mm. that are trying to influence you. Yeah. Okay. So it's important, especially for people who are pleaser types or empaths where you feel everybody else to really be firm in these situations because what you're doing is strengthening your own sense of self, your own spirit body, okay, so that you can clarify and become much more stable internally. So you're not influenced by those outside things, mm. okay? Unless you choose to, which is fine, right. right? But you choose, that's what you're saying. Exactly. Be conscious that you're the one choosing. Exactly. Yeah, a mutual friend of ours mm -hmm. and I went to a um, ceremony with a large amount of people. Mm -hmm. um, there was sound and there was mm -hmm. things to drink and things, mm -hmm. um, legal things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and we, this friend and I uh, seemed like the only ones who were like, uh, like, What's going on here? Like, maybe there was a sense of the enchant enchanting mm -hmm. going mm -hmm. on um, to a small degree. But I'm saying this because before, when I was in a situation like this, I might have been more swept in. Mm -hmm. And then since doing frequency work, I have noticed I went to a similar gathering with a different leader. Mm -hmm. um, and it was clear from the beginning. It mm -hmm. was just like, no, everyone's just following these people. And it felt not right at all. So we left. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. Yeah. So you just left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And it sounds like not a big deal, but in the moment it can kind of feel like a big deal. No, yeah. And and for someone like you who's had trouble holding your space, that's a huge victory. Yeah. Because you're like, no, this is not congruent with my resonance. It's not who I am. I don't want yeah. to do this. I could have left earlier, but mm -hmm. the point is we did leave. leave. Yeah. And didn't stay for the whole, whole thing. thing. That's perfect. And each time we'll probably get better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. what progress is, right? Totally. Yeah. So yeah. and the thing is that's what strengthening is. And you knew it and you acted on it. That's the important thing. Yeah. So Anyway, I think it's, I'm just raising this so that people are thinking about it because we're so habituated to giving our power away. It's like constant. But the more frequency work you do, the more you'll be aware of it, the less well it will sit with you yeah. when someone's trying to influence you in a way that you don't want. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Thank you, Karen. Thank you. For those of you who are new, we're about to start the Group Frequency Calibration, or GFC. This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down, or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. 
If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find that they go into varying degrees of altered state. Please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay, here we go. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for staying true to you not falling prey to power dynamics. So the purpose of this particular uh, GFC is to help you to stay more in your own space, okay, and in the center of yourself so you can be aware of um, what's happening around you, stay cognizant of that, and not get swept up in other people's um, either passion or manipulation or that type of thing, which might be happening. Okay, so settling in, becoming aware of your body. And as you become aware of your body, becoming aware of your weight as it settles into whatever is supporting you. So depending if you're sitting, standing, or lying down, that means that there are various points of contact, okay, which are greater or lesser. Just noticing what those points of contact are, how they're different, how much weight they bear, Good. And then becoming aware of the back sides of your legs. So basically from your butt all the way down through the back of the thighs, back of the knees, back of the calves, all the way through down to the backs of your ankles, to the backs of your heels, down the entire back of both legs, please. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Becoming aware of your breath. And as you become aware of your breath, just noticing it at first. <clears throat> without, without changing it, just noticing how it is in this moment. And after a couple of breaths of noticing your breath, allowing your breath to deepen. To become more full. There we go allowing it to get even more elongated.
really nice. Starting to imagine your breath expanding and contracting in all directions around you. Kind of like a big balloon. Except the balloon is a sphere. So just noticing the breath as it expands and contracts. Mm hmm Good. And now becoming aware of your surroundings. And as you become aware of your surroundings, Noticing the quality of the air. Noticing if it's hot or cool or warm, cold, sticky, heavy and humid, or light and dry. Noticing if it's moving. Noticing the quality and the texture of the air. Good. And then, <clears throat> whenever you're ready, blinking your eyes open, noticing the quality of the light, which also changes all the time. So you're not looking at anything in particular, you're just noticing the quality of the light. And once you have noticed it, please triangulate which means to become aware of three inanimate objects in the room around you or in the space around you. And becoming aware of the distance between each object and you and then feeling the distance between each object and you. So for example, if object A is the armchair and the armchair is about nine feet to you, you would notice the distance of nine feet between the armchair and you. And then you would feel the distance between the armchair and you. And you would do the same thing for objects B and C. And as you do this with each object, the sen your sense of where you are in space starts to become more clear, more focused, more present for you. And whenever you've completed triangulation, simply closing your eyes, breathing normally, bringing your attention to your heart space in the center of your chest and your nipple line. Good. Taking one nice deep breath together, inhaling, holding your breath at the top of your breath, 
for a count of five. And then whenever you have completed that five count, releasing your breath at the speed and intensity you prefer, holding your breath out for as long as you'd like. Noticing what you've chosen for that exhaled breath. And as you finish that one long breath, and we wait for the mastermind to become coherent, please note that I am working on you at the group and the subgroup level. And if you finish that one long breath, please breathe normally. Also, I occasionally work in silence. Okay, depending on the group, how fast it's working and what level the frequencies are that we're working in. If the frequencies are very high, I'm totally quiet because it doesn't benefit you for me to make physical noise because that just drops the resonance. Okay. I also make sound. So if you hear me hum, yawn, or exhale sharply, that's often because I'm releasing heavier distortion that are stickier. Not always, but often. And if something I say really resonates with you, it's likely a distortion pattern that you're running. And if it's something that you really resist, it's likely a distortion pattern that you are running. So I invite you to remain open, curious, and to explore further. Now that the mastermind has become coherent, bringing your attention, please, to that heart space in the center of your chest and your nipple line. Let's uh, go ahead and ask ourselves the question, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the space at the very center of your body. And as you become aware of this space, imagining, feeling, sensing a brilliance at its very core that becomes brighter because you have your attention on it. And as it gets brighter, it starts to expand outwards in all directions through all of your cells, through your organs, out through your bones. your muscles, 
your flesh and out through the pores of your skin into the space between your physical body and your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. Becoming very aware of the brilliance within the sphere. And now please become aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this infinite space, and pulling your frequency resonance up, irrespective of where you begin, the higher your frequency resonance is determines everything from what your life looks like, what you feel about it, how much momentum you gain on spirit level, how much distortion you can release. So this is one of the most important things we do together. Good. Bringing your attention now, please, to the very center of the heart space, okay, in the center of your chest and your nipple line, in addition to the ribs above your heart space. Okay. Placing your hand over this space would be helpful. In addition to what I would call the upper half of your solar plexus. So your solar plexus is between your belly button and the base of your sternum. So whatever the midway point is and up, is your upper part of your solar plexus. Yeah. So this is our tendency to um, get pulled out of our center okay, when we're surrounded by some form of um, forward-moving emotion, okay, or um, something that can be like enchantment, which is darker, right? So just giving ourselves here a couple of seconds just to stay within our center enough to be able to observe that it's happening. Okay, or to notice that it's happening around us. So it just gives you more time to just be in your center and then determine and notice that it's happening around you. And then to choose, do you want to get swept up in this thing or do you prefer to hold your space and stay where you are, okay, in terms of the choices that you're making, right? So you can hold your space and move forward However, the, the trick is to hold your space. So this will just give you um, a couple of seconds where you can be able to have a more awareness and notice what's happening around you as opposed to immediately getting sucked in.
Good. Yep. Excellent. Bringing your attention just to that upper half of that solar plexus. Okay. So <clears throat> what the next distortion pattern is, is resistance, okay, to holding our space. Because as humans, we like excitement, okay? We like um, passion, which is contagious and can be very catalytic. We like um, uh, even the promise of the seduction of enchantment is compelling to us, okay? So we can resist holding our space. It's kind of odd in the face of these um, things that can influence us. So I'm just going to release the resistance to holding your space. It does not mean that you're emotionless, okay, when you hold your space. It just means that you're aware of your own resonance and what's happening around you. bringing your attention to the very um, center of your xiphoid process, which is right at the base of your sternum. So your sternum is that big, thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. So right at the base of it, if you trace your fingers from the, your sternum from the top all the way to its base, where it turns from bone to flesh, is your xiphoid process. go. All right. So this has to do with um, essentially uh, an aspect of the, e of the ego mind. Okay. And so this is a distortion of like um, going against the crowd. Okay. So meaning there's a resistance to not going with the crowd because if you don't go with the crowd, you're judged potentially vulnerable, okay, much more visible. So releasing this pattern here. Of resistance to not going along with things, okay? There we go. For a smaller subgroup, you feel bad, okay? You feel like you're hurting someone's feelings if you don't go along with what they're proposing.
For some of you, you feel like it's rude. So I'm just going to release these patterns here. There we go. Ultimately, this will just allow you to be more clear okay, on what the agenda of the person is that is trying to influence you and whether or not you want to move forward with it and go along with it. Good. Yep, becoming aware now, please, of that xiphoid process again at the base of the sternum and about three inches or seven centimeters directly beneath it in a straight line down towards the belly button. Just clearing out your pain body because your pain body has a memory of you before the distortion patterns were released, which makes it harder to integrate. It only takes a couple of seconds. Good. This brings us to the end of this group frequency calibration. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this one session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support. If you like an opportunity to ask me questions in real time, then subscribe to the Spherical Luminosity YouTube channel and click the reminder bell to be notified when I'm about to go on live. For the latest news about upcoming events and to be notified when sessions with me are released, subscribe to our newsletter. Join us and let's rise together.